Hi friends, it's Megan from True Crime Time. I'm here with my cats, as usual, and my cousin, Alex, who's staring at me from across the table. We have a lot of things to talk about today. This is not going to be a regular episode by (laughs) any stretch of the imagination. We've been drinking a little bit. This is a crazy time. We're going to talk about that more later. Um, First, a couple updates. I was invited to HLN's premiere Forensic Files 2, which was a few weeks ago now. It's been a while since I've done an episode. It was incredible. They also had great snacks. I hope that you all have watching, uh, been watching Forensic Files 2. It's really cool. Also, HLN's new show, Sex and Murder, just premiered this Monday, which has been... I don't know. If you guys watched it, like, please write back to me. It was a really great episode. I really like the show. I'm sure that it's going to be everyone's new obsession. Um, Today, we're just going to tell some stories. We're going to tell stories of all kinds. We're going to tell stories about paranormal experiences. We're going to tell stories about bad dates. We're going to tell stories about everything. Because right now, what everyone needs is a distraction. And that is what we are here to provide. So we will see you on the other side of this break. Hello, we are back. What? (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, it started already. Okay. So as I mentioned, I'm here with my cousin, Alex, who is also my best friend friend what what are you doing are you gonna say anything am i allowed to <laughs> yes now is the, now is the time <laughs> this whole time you've been telling me to be quiet so it's I've true been trying to be quiet well you've been doing a great job <laughs> as i mentioned we've been drinking a little bit this is a very stressful time people so stressful. are losing their jobs and there's a lot of uncertainty we are in new york which is getting hit really hard we have the most cases of coronavirus in the country right now. And as a New Yorker, I'm proud of my state and I like for us to win things and be number one. But this was a time where I would have been okay with not being number one. Coronavirus is not as delicious as it sounds. <laughs> it's really not. No. It's, it's not <laughs> no. at all. This is rough. We're both, um, mm. we haven't been working. Um, what are you, are you looking at your muscles? What's happening right now? I haven't been working, but I have been pumping. Some serious iron. (laughs) That's good. All right. Well, (laughs) so what I have for you today, ladies and gentlemen and other others, yes, find your drink. Um, We still are drinking, by the way, just so everyone knows. They're both full. Are they? Okay, that's good. So we have a couple ghost stories for you guys. The purpose of today's mission i don't want to call it a mission is call it a mission it's a mission we want to provide a distraction for you everyone's stressed out we need to take a step away from reality for a moment so that's why i opened up today's episode to not just paranormal or true crime stories which i don't really have many of this time but just random stories to distract to get your mind off what's going on to relate to and I'm going to keep this going for a little bit so if you have your own story maybe you'll be inspired by what we're talking about 
you can email them to truecrimetimepodcast at gmail.com. I'll remind you about that at the end. And what I'm going to do now is I'm going to get into our first ghost story. Now, Alex has not heard any of these. And I just ran, I just briefly read them myself. So we're going to see what happens. We're going to see where this takes us. Yeah. I want to tell you, I'm almost looking forward to this, but mostly not because I'm afraid of ghosts terribly, but also very, very intrigued by them. But you've also seen them before. I have many a time. As I mentioned in, I think, close to home episode number two. So refer to that for other stories. Refer. Um, We can also touch on some other things later. I don't know if I told all your stories. Let's see. So first of all, we have a story. From our mutual friend, mm. Emily, right? You She's know. a mutual friend, yes. She is a mutual friend. I went to high school with her. Not to, not to brag. I sang songs with her. Okay, well, good for you. So, <laughs> she wrote, or she writes, I have two experiences for you, and here they go. Number one, my first creepy encounter is from an experience I had at Katie's of Smithtown. So, Smithtown, for everyone else who's listening is in Long Island, New York, again, where we are from. Katie's is known to be one of the most haunted bars in America and has been featured in a few paranormal shows and even has a psychic from one of them go in sometimes to do readings downstairs, which I did not know. That's (laughs) interesting and terrifying. That is interesting. Right? Yeah. So up until this point, possibly the most spookiest thing to happen to me at Katie's, are there more things I need to know? (laughs) She's gone many times. (laughs) Just just one thing. All right. (laughs) Wait, wait. Is when I fell off the stage one night at karaoke. Oh, God. Mm. And my skirt flew up over my head. I don't know that, girl. That sounds like something more than just ghosts. I'm so sorry to laugh at your <laughs> troubles, too. That's not... And she's... Wait, she writes, but that's a story for a different podcast. Bingo. Anyway. Okay, so now we're getting into it. It was around Halloween 2017. My friend Marnie and I went to Katie's to grab a few drinks and catch up. We sat at the bar in front of the taps. It was me, her... And a random lady at the end of the bar, which, you know, many random ladies at the end of bars, right? On top of the tap was a tiny, friendly stand-up ghost decoration. I like that. I'm talking to Marnie, catching up. All of a sudden, from my peripheral, I see the ghost decoration, I'm so sorry, fling across the bar. No windows or door open, no fan, nothing to make it do that with such force. I was like, no freaking way. I have to have been, um, I had to have been imagining it. Um, Marnie looks at me and goes, holy shit. Woman at the end of the bar screams, what the fuck? Did you just see that? Yeah, I did. At the corner of my eye, it really happened. Not the one to ditch a drink (laughs) midway. I appreciate that kind of commitment. I sat there and nursed my drink until it was done and ordered another one. No ghost was going to get in the way of my happy hour. Yes, girl. I love that so much. Um, I also just want to note, I've lived here my whole life. I've never been to Katie's. Neither have you, right? No, never. Okay, so that's I drove somewhere. by it like last week and that was the first time and I was like, oh, that's the that's the spooky place. That's the haunted bar. You yep. need to go there because it's like four to seven minutes from my house. And I actually hear that they have a great, um, like, outpost kind of food truck that goes there, but that's another story for another time. I love a food truck. Okay. Who doesn't? So number two, that was the end of that story. Number two, took my sister to see a psychic. Still Emily? Yes, this is Emily. So I guess I'm not sure. I'm not sure which sister. Right. Okay. Maybe they don't want us to say their names. Oh. (laughs) It's it's totally fine. Wow. It's fine. 
She asked if our late father had a message for her from beyond the grave. The psychic paused, tuned in, and said, Yeah, he says you need to clean your room. (laughs) (laughs) So she says, wait. For weeks, my mother and even nephew was telling her to clean her room, and now my father from beyond the grave... Good right. She wait wait. She writes good psychic. Room still not cleans. <laughs> That's so she, awesome. She also writes at the end. I do have a true crimeish one that involves a bar, a mob guy with a gun, and me running back to get my beer, even with the crime guy going berserk. But I don't want to broadcast it because who knows who listens. <gasps> oh my gosh. Amen. Okay. Well, I hope you tell that story another time because I like that a lot. Wow. Do you remember the time that your mom went to that psychic and she had the recording and she brought it to grandma's house? So just to clarify for you people who have no idea what the hell we're talking about, (laughs) Alex is my cousin on my dad's side. So her mom is my aunt. My dad is her uncle. It's true. So just, just a little background so you feel like you're not just eavesdropping on a personal conversation. Also, for more clarification, I'm also the coolest of the cousins. Obviously. Yeah. Don't be ridiculous. But you don't remember that? they mm. She went to the psychic. He was in Huntington. She had a recording. And then her other aunt, Auntie, we refer to her. <laughs> That's just her name, which is probably more confusing than, than anything. She actually had me listen to it. You don't remember at all? And there were some things that my dad had said. My dad is, um, I don't know if you guys know this. I don't think I mentioned it before, my, but my dad has passed away. Um... In 2002. And it's fine. I inherited his morbid sense of humor. So it took a lot for me to just announce, to not announce that my dad is dead. (laughs) Honestly, the only thing I remember is the story of our great-grandmother relaying the message of someone peeing on someone's shoe. So I'm sorry, what? Yeah, exactly. That's the whole story? Yeah, so I really don't remember anything about my mother's tape recording is that a ghost story or is that just someone peed on someone's shoe no it's like a a story of after she had passed away that she relayed the message of someone peepsing on someone else's shoe all right so so that's fun Mm -hmm. so yeah so there were some messages from the psychic i got to listen to the recording (laughs) um from my dad and they really resonated with me it's hard for me to remember now um because it was like an emotional experience there were certain things that he referenced allegedly because the jury's out on psychics i don't know i think some people can do it no you know some people can't is this the one where they were saying that your father always watched you like dancing in my room (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. i was trying to figure out how to say that without seeming like a weirdo it's fine well i'm an i'm an open book in here (laughs) everyone's gonna know everything about me yeah whether they want to or not dancing in her in her bedroom (laughs) to fleetwood mac and her father watching her from beyond yeah, so that's interesting. So, like I said, I don't know about how I feel about psychics. I think some people possess the ability, and I think other people, um, you know, there's a lot about it. They can like read your body language. They can kind of like fish. So, gypsies. Yes, which is actually a slur I learned, but I shouldn't have said that then. It's fine. It's we're okay. gonna we're gonna keep it in. All right. We're gonna learn. We're, we're not gonna, tarring any any driveways today. Even though that's the name of one of my favorite Fleetwood Mac songs. Oh. It's the name of one of my favorite share songs. Along <gasps> that's right. Tramps and Thieves. That's right. That's yep. right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So all problematic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all problematic things. Okay. Well, so moving into our second story. 
This is actually from my coworker, Jean, who writes Belcher. No, I wish. This is actually a lady I work with. Mm. Um Aunt Jean. No. <laughs> she wrote I tried to keep it to the highlights. So this is Jean's story. She's told this to me before, but she very kindly wrote it down for me. Um, She said, my neighbors who lived across the street had a dog with a groin injury, which is sad, um, and needed assistance to get down the steps to relieve himself. So when the father of, you know, the neighbors, so the father went into hospice and his daughter would spend her days there. Um, Jimmy, who, Jean, I'm so sorry. I don't, your husband, boyfriends, both. Neither. Not sure. Um, He, between his school bus runs, because that's where he worked, would go over and let the dog out. So Ralph, who's the father, he passed away, and his daughter Eva resumed her work schedule. So Jimmy continued to let the dog out during the day, which is super nice. Mm -hmm. That's my own commentary. Just saying that that's nice. Yeah. So a week after Ralph passed away, I get a phone call at work. Jimmy was upset and frantic, kept saying, you are not going to believe this, but I swear this is true. I knew whatever he was going to tell me was for real. The neighbor's house had a small front porch, front door, a back door from which you can exit and walk around the house and come out the gate next to the front porch. We on board? Mm -hmm. You get it? Okay. So he goes in the front door, walks the dog in the back, locks the back door, exits, and locks the front door. He goes down the steps and noticed the flower pot workmen had moved off the porch and had not been put back. So he picked it up and turns to walk back up the steps to the front door. The door is open and the dog was looking at him. He thinks he did not lock the door and maybe the dog opened the door, which makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So he puts the pot down, he goes in the front door, locks it from the inside, goes out the back door, makes sure it was locked, goes around the house, Exits the gate next to the porch. The front door was open. Wow. Right? So now he's convinced someone's in the house. Losing my voice, apparently. Oh, God. Is it happening? You're good. Everything's fine. I can tell by your exterior that you're good. Okay. Yes. Thank God for that. Okay. So, he's convinced someone's in the house. He storms in there. He checks the closets, the shower, under the bed, the basement which is basically a small dirt pit with a crawl space. Perfect. That's terrifying. Bones. (laughs) Ew. He double checks the back door, double checks the lock on the front door, walks down the steps, sees the flower pot, picks it up, and turns back to the front door. It was open. Again. So he spent his uh, between hours staring at the door, remained closed. He gets in his school bus and he drives away. In his rear mirror, he sees the front door swing open. No. Oh, oh, no. I hate that so much. Oh, God. So he's freaking out and calls me. I told him it can't be the dog. He has a torn groin, groin muscle. So he can't, he can't stand up and open a door. No. His groin is torn. Yeah. Why would he be doing that? That's crazy. Um, he can't reach the doorknob. That's what she Her, says. Yeah, exactly. It's true. Right. It has to be Ralph. And told him to put the flower pot back on the porch and to set up Ralph's folding chair in his old spot, which is smart. Maybe he's, like, upset. Things are displaced. Things are being moved around. Yeah. Right? Super smart. Right? hmm Oh, that seemed to work for the day. I like that. But the next day, the doors would open at odd times. I hate that. So we told Eva what was going on. She just laughed and alluded to some things, but that did not stop her from yelling at Jimmy when she came home and found her front door open. Oh my gosh. Eva. Tell him the tricks. Get it together, Eva. Yeah. 
<laughs> so for the rest of the week, he would go in, greet greet Ralph. Oh, okay. First I was like, the dog? No, the dad. So he would greet Ralph and lecture him on the safety issues of opening the front door. That's so oh, I'm smart. Oh, sure, I'm sure he loved that. Right? Yeah. So for the rest of the week, when he went to unlock the front door, the door would be pulled out of his hand. <gasps> oh, gosh. Or when he tried to close it, it would become a tug of war? Oh, okay. How playful. He seems like a fun guy, but, like, not when you're dead. <laughs> I think I would just start screaming and, like, never, never stop screaming. Like, ever. No. Just, you would you would always be screaming. <laughs> just from one consistent scream. Just until the end of time. Yeah. Okay. So, the last day of activity, I was home working in the backyard. We had been arguing and not speaking to each other. I have a clear view of the front of the house. I see him come out, lock the front door, put his weight against the door to make sure it's closed. I said, Ralph, open the door just to mess with him. I look down for a second, look up. And the door was open. <laughs> um, Ralph, if you're going to be so close to us while we're gardening, at least lend a hand. <laughs> right? <laughs> Please be helpful while gardening. Anyway. Jimmy was halfway across the street, and I'm calling him and pointing to the door. He turns around and sees the door, and I almost felt bad for him when I saw the expression on his face. I like the keyword being almost. Yes. I almost felt bad for him. So his daughter told us that Italians believe spirits hang around for nine days. So that was the last day of activity we witnessed. Side note. Oh, I remember you telling me this, Gene. Oh, we had purchased his old Monte Carlo when he stopped driving. I would sit in the front seat and tell him, I do not want to see you in the rear view mirror. I don't blame you. Um, I don't blame you at all. Tell me more about that. Had you been seeing a dead man <laughs> in your rear view mirror the previous eight days? I, I hope not. Um, we actually talked about this a little bit at work. Wait, I would like to add right now that Please. one of my rings is missing, and at no point, as soon as we started speaking about ghosts, one of my rings has now gone... Really? Missing. Yes. Oh my god. Which one? Is it one, like, with any kind of ties to anything? When I went to a hotel a couple weeks ago, it... Oh yes, tell that off. story. Tell that story. Right now? Yes, tell it right now. Okay. Sorry um, for yelling. Well, I mean, besides the fact that I would really like to find my ring right now, I will tell the story because <laughs> it, it can't have gone too far, quite honestly. Probably Banks took it. But, um, okay. About a month ago, I was in Farmington, Connecticut. and For work. Uh, yeah. She's traveling for work. I do. I travel for work. Uh, and I was in... You know, I had just checked into a hotel that I stayed in previously before with one of my bosses. And I checked it in this evening. I went into my room. It was actually the same room that I had been in several times before. And I got into the shower. All of a sudden, two of my rings shot off of my hand as soon as I got in. I looked at the shower curtain itself, and I looked to see if there were any rings that had come off, this or that, whatever it could have been. And nothing was out of place. I looked at my hands because that was the only obvious thing, because, hello, I'm in the shower. <laughs> Obviously, there's not much going on besides hello. the shower curtain or what's on my hands right. that could have fallen off of me. Two of my rings from my thumb had fallen off. That's one of the rings that I'm missing now. So, that mm. went missing. It was... Um, you know, at the, at the foot of the shower itself, just kind of like around by <laughs> the, the drain itself. And I couldn't figure out what they were at first because I didn't realize they were my rings. 
fast forward to when I'm in the bed like a pig eating a bag of chips and I put them down and, uh, you know, I'm about to turn over, go to sleep while I fall asleep to the sound of friends lulling me into sweet slumber. Sure. And I hear my bag of uh, Harvest Cheddar Sun Chips crinkling beside me. They absolutely were. Um, And I'm thinking, I'm not moving enough for them to be crinkling. What the hell is going on? Uh, So then I wake up the next morning, whatever, what have you. Everything's cool. But then the door starts rattling on the opposite side. And I'm thinking, somebody thinks that this is their room, obviously. Somebody did. And the night before, the same thing had happened, but I didn't really think anything of it. Um, You know, I was just thinking, like, oh, somebody thinks this is their room, whatever. Uh, And then later on, I get out of the shower, and I look at the ground again, and I see this crazy big stain that looks like it's blood. And, I mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody had a crazy morning and it was their coffee, this or that. Their blood coffee? It was their blood coffee. Okay. And it was like a rusty looking color that I was hoping it was coffee. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I send I send the picture to my cousin, whom That's you me. have the pleasure of speaking to right now, That's Megan. Me. Hello. Uh, and she sends me back these reviews of the hotel that says like, Oh, yeah, it's a great hotel. It's a little bit haunted, but it's good. You're going to get a great night's sleep. Um, that's my first story Yeah, about that specifically. Uh, fast forward a couple months later when they put me in the same room because I thought I loved it so much. False. But please <laughs> proceed with that, and hopefully I'll have my ring soon. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember having it at the table? I washed my hands when we got in so I wouldn't spread the freaking coronavirus to your cats, <laughs> and I remember keeping the ring on before I... Dug into our quesadillas, but... Uh, we had quesadillas before. They were delicious. Yeah, it looks like I only have one ring on now. We'll we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it later. Do you want it? It's probably in the sink. Eh, carry on. Sink? No, All I right. put it back on after it fell off. All right, anyway. Anyway, so we have another story for you. This one's from Nicole. So it says... Oh, man. Ready? The Nicole I know? No. This is a... Submission from a group that I'm in on Facebook, and she was kind enough to send it to me. Nicole writes, about five times over the past couple of years, I heard someone walk around my room and felt him walk across my bed. I already hate that so much. The first year I lived and was alone. I thought it was a home invasion and I'd be killed, which is a legitimate concern, I think. The second year I had a housemate. The housemate heard the ghost walk in the kitchen and up the stairs while I was out of town. After months of only sleeping when the sun was up and considering selling my house, I called paranormal investigators. They were awesome. All the equipment and determination and kindness you could hope for, just like the show Haunted State on Amazon. Okay, that's cool. Uh, One investigator, Philip, identified a ghost named Willie, Mm -hmm. who was just a guy from the neighborhood who OD'd. Oh, that's sad. The language in the video slash audio, I can't talk, I'm sorry. (laughs) The audio. The audio. Show he is a pretty recent ghost. The three investigators spent some time telling him he couldn't stay here. It's not his house. Willie said, I hate this. The ghost ghost said that. Philip said, it's a lot more funny if you go to the light. Willie says, jerk. (laughs) And Nicole writes, really, do all ghosts know where the light is? 
Philip offers to help him with that, and Willie says, explain it. Finally, Philip says, I will. You understand you cannot stay here. We don't mean you any harm, but this is uh, Nicole's house. Do you understand? Willie says, yeah, cool. The end of the video is flashlight communication, I believe, from my guardian or an ancestor. Based on the white cocker named Brandy, one team member encountered, I figure Grandpa Clyde is my protector. That's sweet. I like that. Is it her Grandpa Clyde or just someone named Clyde that she calls her <laughs> She just grandpa. calls Grandpa Clyde. I'm assuming it's her Grandpa. Nice. That's nice, Grandpa Clyde. So she has, she actually enclosed a video. Oh. I feel like we should try to play it. I'm going to try to play it a little bit away from the microphone because, I mean, she sent it to me, so I assumed that... Did you watch this? I didn't watch it. I assume that it's okay to play um, because she sent it to me. Let's see if it works. Um, I like it's titled, I hate this. So, Nicole, I hope that you're not... Oh, no, I can't play it. My computer won't let me play it. So sorry. Okay. It's Uncle Clyde. Grandpa Clyde. Okay. Um, but it's interesting. I was just talking about this last night um, with my friend Tony, who I actually met when I lived in Pennsylvania with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked in Nutrisystem and we were talking about our protectors and our ancestors and I was explaining to her and I feel like you would understand that I feel like my dad is my main protector but he's lazy like just like he was in life where if I need him I have to like psychically scream <laughs> for him to be like alright 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 for him to be like okay what yeah do you know what I mean yeah. like I feel like his his like life force or power or whatever you want to call it. He's busy um, collecting coins in the afterlife. He's so busy with comic books. <laughs> he's still collecting them. He's making sure they're wrapped in plastic. He's crazy about his beeper. He, he loves his <laughs> beeper so much. But I feel like he would he would be, you know, very protective of me. And I do I feel like that. I feel like masculine energy around me. But I just Absolutely, feel like Absolutely in his own way, sure. He's still like lazy. Like you gotta like you gotta ruffle his feathers a little bit. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. And I was saying also to my friend Tony that the other person I feel like is our cousin, Joseph. Um, and My that godfather, yeah. Your godfather, who unfortunately also um, passed away. He was only 32? Five. He was 30. Okay. Yeah, he was 30. I thought he was 34. It doesn't 34. matter. Um, but he was so fiercely protective of the people that he cared about that I feel like I feel his energy as well. And he's just ready to, like, protect. And I love that. I love that about that. But, so, yeah. So, that's come kind of some of that paranormal for you guys. I don't have a lot of true crime stories. I don't really have any true crime stories this time. Um, except for some bad date encounters. We have some bad date encounters, right? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um it's wild so oh wait i don't know if i said this before but do you remember that time i might have told this story on the other one but i'm just gonna say because you're here now do you remember when we were in pennsylvania Hmm. and we were in your mom's house or your house whatever and we were all in our respective rooms and you we heard footsteps up the stairs I did not, but I've told you... I thought you did. No, I've told you many a time from the very moment that I moved into that house, I said out loud to whomever was listening, if you are here, please respect the fact that I am living here now. Yes. 
go on with whatever you're going to go on with, but I don't want to be scared, anything like that. I will say I've had several experiences there, but nothing like what you, what you had experienced there. For myself, I had um, a couple almost smacks more that I felt and heard in my head on okay. <laughs> my rump. And (laughs) with, yes, um, and with several names that went along with those smacks to get my attention. You heard names? Yeah. Hmm. And um, on Ash Wednesday, the one after your father had passed away, the mirror in my room had shaken. And um, another time, I mean, super quick little tiny story, I had been walking down my steps with some old ass coca-cola cans that as everybody when they're 14 years old has like a couple uh you know coke cans or whatever bowls in their room that they have to take care of sure (laughs) weeks after (laughs) the fact everyone uh so i had been on the phone with my friend and i walked down the stairs and there was an island in my kitchen that i had walked around to take to the sink i rinsed it out in the sink but then i heard people in my basement speaking and then all of a sudden there was a uh, picture over the fireplace that was next to the fire, the uh, the island yeah, yeah. that came crashing down and kind of blocked me into the kitchen. But that was really it, and it was nothing that really shook my foundation or scared me of my house. But no, but I feel like you get vibes. Like you can tell. We were just talking about this before about people who are alive. But I think it's the same principle for you know people who otherworldly people let's say as you can tell if they're threatening to you or if it's just maybe like a residual energy or something like that where it's maybe like you realized it and you know that it's not like right now but you know it's not like threatening to you well i want the people to keep in mind that the stories that we're telling this evening that happened in pennsylvania uh where i grew up and where megan had lived with me was where a lot of the battles where valley forge took place that civil war that's civil war for the the people exactly yeah um it was right across the street from rose tree park where george washington himself had lodged overnight and mm -hmm. where battles had taken place that it's just displaced soldiers or you know just normal people that met an untimely demise that they're not trying to haunt anything they're just residual they're just there well that was the thing i think we came to the conclusion of and i think i still think that you probably experienced more in that area in that house than me because i didn't experience that much but um the boots the boots the the boots coming up the stairs because i think i don't know if it was you or your mom who we agreed that we heard it Mm -hmm. but it wasn't it was just freaky because my boyfriend at the time you know we stayed in the same room and he heard it as well. And he even said at the time, we both heard it. He was like, I think it's Dante, which is your dog. Golden Retriever, nice guy. Golden yeah. Retriever, the nicest boy in town. And I was like, I don't think Dante walks on two legs like that. Because <laughs> it was a very, it was like a clear, like, step, step. And it was slow and it was deliberate. But again. Well, this was also during my pothead times where I could have just been sleeping <laughs> in my room watching King of the Hill, minding my own business. It could have been. Yep. But that's the thing is that for that area, it wouldn't have been uncommon. No, not at all. Based on the history. Yeah. For things like that to happen. So it was just, and always my glasses went missing there. Like I would leave them up. Yeah. I would leave them upstairs. They would be downstairs. Um, It would freak me out sometimes, but also. 
See, that maybe happened, I was just losing my mind. I don't that know. happened a lot with my with my cat's girlfriend, dragon friend. But it turns out that he was just humping her in all different areas <laughs> of the house. I remember he took when Beanie Baby. <laughs> I remember when he found her, Chase. So when Al- one time Alex was cleaning out, I think you were looking for your passport, actually. It could have been anything. And you were going through your, your top drawer and you were just throwing things on the floor. And she took out this dragon beanie baby and she threw it on the floor. <laughs> and her cat, almost as if he'd been waiting, who's a very large Maine Coon. They're hunter cats, right? God, I loved him. He runs in from nowhere, like he'd been watching from somewhere, <laughs> grabbed the beanie baby in his mouth and just ran away. And then we would find it in random places all over the house. I'm surprised he didn't take my Melby. Sport, sporty spice uh barbie doll that had uh been in the top drawer as well do you know that he didn't i don't know that he doesn't. <laughs> that's, that's fair that's crazy so yeah there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting things that happen i don't know i feel like like when my dad passed away and i'll just tell you just quick because you it's were obsessed weird. with journey that was not when my dad passed away. Oh, you wore many Journey t-shirts to his week. No, I didn't. You did. I never, I, my mom, my mother, Janet, you're listening. I know it. She would have never allowed me. One day after your school when your friend Jimmy Quinn came, you no. totally wore a Journey t-shirt to your dad's week. No, I, maybe mm-hmm. after or before, mm-hmm. but not there. My mother would not allow such an informal get up to a week, which she did okay. not even attend. No, there's no way. There's no way. You did. Mm-mm. I remember. But, and I know some people, you know, are, you're on the fence. You're into paranormal. You're not into paranormal. You believe it or not. I'm just telling you my experience. If you don't like it, don't listen. I don't know what to tell you. Mm-hmm. But, so when my dad passed away, my stepmom told me that she had experiences <laughs> with the TV turning on. Um, and like white noise and that happened a few times. Why are you laughing? Tell me. But I'm just laughing about the one time when your stepmother had come down the shore with me and auntie and Eni and everybody. Eni is our other aunt. Was that after? Yeah. Okay. That, so after um, I passed away. Yeah. That, you know, my friends and I had been staying in a bedroom, but since the elders had come down, we gave our our bedroom to them that my mother came in. And she kissed Megan's stepmother on the forehead, thinking it was me, and said, <laughs> Good night, baby girl. <laughs> and Megan's stepmom didn't question it at all and said, Good night, you have... <laughs> Good night, Michelle. <laughs> thinking that it was, it, my mom thought it was me the whole time, but it wasn't. She was kissing another full grown woman. <laughs> Good night. But that, that's why I'm laughing. But pre- please proceed. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, that was all there really was that she experienced that she told me about. Um, and she, and just so you know, guys, there's a lot going on right now in the world, not just guys. I'm sorry, it's worse of habit that I say that, but guys and gals, guys and gals, and everyone in between. It's about dealing with losses. And we've all dealt with losses. Some of us are dealing with losses right now. But I'm here to tell you, as someone who's been experiencing losses for more than 50% of my whole life, there's a brighter day. There is a brighter day. But it's weird. Like, people, I process things, you know, through humor and comedy. So if this isn't your forte, that's fine. You know, but... What are you doing? Are you dancing? I'm dancing because I'm thinking in my head, like, 
if it's not your forte, then that's okay. It's and true. I'm kind of doing like karate chop moves. I like with that. that as I'm going. Along. I love a karate chop, <laughs> but but you know that's what we're here to talk about. I know it can be kind of perceived as dark. I'm okay with it. If I'm okay with it, you should be okay with it because I'm talking about my dad and he's dead. He so, is. So he's way dead. He's Big been dead for dead. a while. Yeah. He gave me his sense of humor. If I didn't talk about him like this, he would be pissed. Mm-hmm. Okay. So my sister also told me, don't get mad that I'm telling the story without permission, but my sister Bonnie and my dad used to go to Beach Boys concerts every summer at Jones Beach Amphitheater. And one of the things that would always happen at those Beach Boys concerts is there would be beach balls in the audience. I don't know if they would bring them themselves, throw them out, whatever the case is. But my dad died in November of 2002. And after he passed away, my sister was driving down the road. It was snowy that year. And down the side of the road, and this is just shortly after, she saw a beach ball rolling down the side of the road, which is cool. You can take that as a coincidence or whatever. That's fine. But I think that's cool. I never got any outward signs like that. And that might be explicitly because I asked to not see them. I don't want to see that. I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's my dad. I don't care if it's my favorite cat. I don't want to see any spirits or ghosts or whatever. Ever. I just don't want to see that. <laughs> Let me add. What's funny is yes. I just recently moved out of my house after a breakup and... Megan had seen several signs from our family that had already been established of her father had for myself always been upside down pennies and for our uh, mutual grandmother been dimes. Mutual grandmother. Well, yes. She was a dime. (laughs) (laughs) She was a five times two a dime. (laughs) But you know, it was it was it's one of those things that yeah, it's my uncle and both of our grandmothers, so you know, you you feel me. Um, But Megan had come over and she helped me move out of my house, and the whole entire time I would just hear her go, "Mm, ha ha ha. That's my impression of her laughing. Is that what I sound like? No, not at all. But I'm not really good at impressions. You already know that. (laughs) And um. You know, she would be like, wow, there's a lot of upside down pennies and dimes around here. And I was like, yeah, man. There's a lot. You know, that's that's our family coming to greet us. Because just like how Megan said, she always said explicitly that she didn't want to know. I don't. When anyone <laughs> were coming to visit. But I always said, I want you to come visit me, but I don't want to be freaked out. If you're going to come visit me. Yeah. Please feel free to do so, but don't do it in a way that will freak me out. So they make like me money, and I'm cool with that. <laughs> so, That's yeah. Good. Yeah, please proceed. But the interesting thing, you know, the interesting thing about that is that the way that my dad visited me was in dreams. I had very lucid dreams about him. Um, Sexy. No. Oh, that's, <laughs> that, that's horrifying. Um, but no, so... I think the second one in particular was that he called me on a phone um, and someone handed me a phone. I was like at a job and this was a long time. This was before I started working. I was in high school when I had this dream and someone handed me a phone at a job and I picked up and he said hello and I responded and I knew it was him right away and he said that he just wanted me to know that he was proud of me. Aww. And that was cool. Yeah. Because it really... It, lucid dreams, I don't know. 
again, I don't want to turn people off who are here for true crime. I'm sorry that we're taking such an offshoot, but also I'm not at the same time. But lucid dreams, that kind of dream, like a visit dream, has a different feel than like a regular dream. Have you ever had one like that? Yeah, I actually yeah. had a really intense one with Joseph, but please proceed. That's our cousin again for yeah. for people not keeping track. But it's different because it's just the whole vibe, the feeling is different and you can it's not something you control because you're asleep, right? right? It's not something you have power over or whatever because you're asleep. So you're not saying it's real or not real, but it's just a totally different thing. Like you feel things like it's a visit, right? In regular dreams, I don't feel physical things. Like I don't feel touch or smell or like I'm walking around the world. It's even like when you wake up, you're, you know, that you are hanging out with the person more so than just, you know, just seeing a deceased person, even if they're alive, your spirits came together and you visited one one another. Yes. I agree with that. Yeah. My cat's on the stove. That's not okay. Carmen. The stove is off. It's good. You're not allowed. So while she's looking at her cat, (laughs) I'll say when our cousin Joseph visited me, um, I remember I was at our grandmother's house and I heard the, uh, of course, at grandma's house, it's the side door that rings, not the main door. No, always the side door or nothing at all. Right. I heard the side (laughs) doorbell ring. We went to the door and, you know, he raised his Doberman. Klaus. Klaus to, you know, obey German commands, this and that, whatever. Klaus was so happy jumping up against the door and Joseph was just smiling at me and everyone so greatly and uh, saying everything's all right. And then he led us, me, into the uh, the den, of course, where our grandparents hung out in their separate easy boys. <laughs> or a lazy boys, I'm sorry. And... Uh, uh, Joseph and Grandma, when they had both just recently passed away seven months together, were saying, you know, how everything was all right and how they missed us. And Megan was there and I was there and everybody in the family was there. And, you know, just like Megan said, it was a lucid dream, but it was one of those that you know that it was a visit and people that you care about are coming to see you and they want to know that you're all right and vice versa. They want you to know that they are are all right. Because they know, and that's, I feel like that's so common when you watch any kind of show, even though I don't know about the validity of our Long Island medium, Teresa Caputo. So sorry, please don't sue me. Oh, I met her several times. Yeah. Well, she was always shopping in Bloomingdale, right? Uh (laughs) Um, Or John, I was going to say John Mayer. That's not his name. What's the guy's name? John Edwards? Yeah. Okay. So, um, basically, God, I lost my train of thought. We've been drinking for a while, folks. John Edwards. John Edwards. John Edwards. Yeah. So, basically, um, you know, it's, it's different. Everyone has different experiences. Lucid dreams. I don't know that everyone can experience, you know, what we're talking about, but it's interesting about what Alex just said, because I had a similar dream with Joe. And I wonder, you know, it's too far later to actually answer the question, like, did we have them around the same time or whatever the case is, because I had a similar dream about our cousin Joe. Um, And it took place at our grandma's house and everyone was there. And he just came to tell us that he was okay. And it was like in the same rooms and whatever. And again, 
this could all be coincidence. Um, we both spent a lot of time in that house, in our grandparents' house. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting to think about. So, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's hard to say. Um, and it's hard to, to deal with losses. And I really wanted this episode <laughs> to be lighthearted for you guys. And I know we got a little deep, but I'm hoping that we can end it off with kind of some lightheartedness because what we have are some dating stories for you, some bad dates, some things like that. Um, I don't know if I necessarily have any stories to share at this time. Oh no, I have one. I have one, but I want Alex to tell her story first about what were you telling me the other day? Oh, first of all, first of all, it's totally random. We're taking a left, right? So we're at Alex's house the other day, helping her move out. And we're talking about <laughs> how her dad, you know, he's from another country. He's from Sicily, right? Mm -hmm. Well, that's not a country. Italy is the country, but Sicily is the region. And about how, you know, when you grow up in different, <laughs> in different cultures, basically, you don't understand certain cultures don't have pets or understand and love animals like family and things like that. She was just kind of t explaining to me, you know, how that works with her dad and things like that. And, and she was like, well, my dad, he didn't grow up with pets. He doesn't understand pets, you know, whatever. And then you told me what? He had guard pigs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that, uh, you know, my dad is super, super sweet. He let me take two cats after a breakup. Not a bad breakup. He's a super good guy. It just didn't work out. He there let me take my two cats into my bedroom. And he, the whole entire time, had been like, you know, uh, try to find somebody that will take them. How about we take them to a no-kill shelter, this or that. I just saw some weird shit outside your window. It's all good. What? Uh, yeah, no. For oh, real. it's Mike. It's fine. Okay. Mike's taking um, out the trash. Cool. Mike's my brother-in-law, just nice. so everyone knows. Nice, okay. nice, nice. Um, <laughs> you know, and my, and my dad's from another country, you know, he, he's, he's 67 years old. Really? He's a little bit, yeah. He looks great for 67. I know, he's a stud, but, <laughs> you know, it's one of those things that he's from another time and another right. country where... Another time and another place. <laughs> I remember one time he told me that he, his, his siblings, his brother and his sister had been fighting and they accidentally pushed him into... A pile of coals and they had to ride the freaking donkey into the city so what? he could get his butt checked out because he had fallen into <laughs> the the coals after his siblings had been fighting oh my and God. they had to put pillows on the donkey to make sure that his butt didn't get all <laughs> effed up while on That's the ride terrible there. but yeah he had guard pigs and you so know like were they mean was it, could he, like, cut that? I, I mean, the, the pigs were nice to the family, but how do they, I guess they how didn't do they tell love the difference? outsiders. Uh, I feel the same. I'm nice to my family, but I don't like outsiders. I don't know. Imagine yourself on a leash when, when it's the outsiders you don't like. You're a guard pig. You're defending your family, and you're saying, I don't want these mofos coming into our garden and stealing our tomatoes. So is that... Is that my, like... This is your legacy. <laughs> so if people are like, 
what's your role in the family? I'm just like, I'm a guard pig. <laughs> All right. I'm Cover your face. No. I, it's a post-nasal drip. No I don't corona. have a cold. It's not the corona. It's not the delicious corona. <laughs> I have a post-nasal drip. I've got allergies. It's not the corona. Come at me, bro. I've got allergies. <laughs> All right. So I'm the guard pig. That's good. It's good. I'm glad that we straightened this out. I was wondering my whole life, what is my purpose? What is my role in this family? What is my purpose? What's I'm my role in the family? Pig. I'm going to have a true crime podcast. I'm going to watch HLN shows. Yup. And I'm going to be the guard pig. I'm the guard pig. Okay. Cuckoo, cuckoo. <laughs> I like that a lot. All right. Well, <laughs> moving, moving right along. This Yellow probably... Bella Custard. What? That, that's a part of the song, Seeping Out of Dead Dog's Eye. Oh, okay. That's weird. All right. Yeah, I am the walrus. I like it. Proceed. I like it. So. I like it. You have another story for us, right? I've got so many stories. It's (laughs) all dependent on what we've got time for. Well, we are going to. You told me a story a long time ago and you reminded me of this the other day. About someone you were dating. Who like. Something weird happened. There was, like, mm-hmm. a smoke machine. Can, can you tell us more about that? Okay. Please tell so, us more. So, let's take a trip. We're going to take a trip. We're going to take a trip back to South Philadelphia, circa 2010. Oh, wow. Uh, if you guys are privy with guys from Staten Island. Do you mean Staten? Staten Island. Staten Island. Please, <laughs> please keep that in mind. Yes. Uh, so my mom is like, you know, one of those Studio 54 types that <laughs> she met a guy that was painting her store that was super into the clubs at the time. And she was like, oh, my God, Alex, you're going to love this guy. Uh, I, I'm not really into that type of dude, but I went out with him because I figured, you know, my mom's an adult and she's she's wise. Um <laughs> So, I went out with him, and after the first date, when he vomited in every single room of his house, including his front yard and his backyard while I watched Comedy Central, uh, no, I'm sorry, uh, BET with Bruce Bruce, um, (laughs) just minding my own business after he told me he was taking me home, but he actually took me to his house vomiting everywhere he's i'll take you home and then drove you to the wrong house and then threw up everywhere yeah like he would right. be hanging out with me for 10 minutes and he would go up into his bedroom he would throw up then he'd be like oh i gotta check the mail Uh-oh. and he would go out he sounded front like christopher walken yeah well because he was trying to hold back vomit you went on a date with christopher walken and then he'd be like i gotta check the laundry no. and then he would vomit in his basement and he vomited everywhere and i just had to wait for this guy to <laughs> Uh, take me home, essentially. So wait, question. Before While I was mo- watching TV. What's yes, up? before moving on. Shoot. What, had he been drinking? Was he just like, did he have a weak stomach? No, he had been drinking. Oh, okay. But the thing is, is that like, you know, as a 22-year-old girl, I was still cool. But as a 26, 28-year-old dude, he was not okay. And all we did was go out to, like, you know, a local South Philadelphia restaurant. They were giving you a a carafe of red wine. It was nothing wild. This mofo must have just not been well. (laughs) No, I don't think so. I was going to say for that. But the story that Megan is talking about... Yes, tell us the story. ...is... 
you know, I gave this this fella, Jason, another another chance. Um and we hung out again and we ended up at his house once again. Nothing ever happened because he was too busy vomiting or whatever the case <laughs> no, may be. That's terrible. But we ended up at his house again. Once again I was watching BET Bruce Bruce comic review and all of a sudden, I started seeing smoke coming out of his basement, and I said, Jason, oh my god, there's there's smoke coming out of your basement. Something is terribly, terribly wrong, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. And he was like, oh my god, you gotta come down here. Is that how he talked? Uh, not really. Okay. But... To my memory, yes. All you right. know, how, however an Italian from Staten Island speaks. Sure. That's good enough. So, oh my God, Alex, you got to come down here. Right. So. <coughs> John Travolta from the Greece, taxi show. Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, fine. taxi. Um, <laughs> so I go down the first four steps and I see smoke, but I also see lights, <laughs> all different colors coming out. And, you know, as I go down the stairs, more and more of a club vibe comes to, comes to, comes to, you know, the forefront. Was there music? There sure was. What kind? There, there was very gentle, probably some kind of, no, oh. some kind of pit bull playing in the background, oh. some kind of Daddy Yankee, La Huta La Casalina, <laughs> playing <laughs> in, okay. see, see, see. Got it, got it. That was playing in the background, got and it. he was just kind of, what's that called? Pumping? Fist pumping? Fist, fist pumping. pumping? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fist pumping, and he yeah. was like, come on, girl, let me see a move. No! <laughs> With a fog machine going in his basement that he had been setting up for the past 40 minutes, <laughs> and a uh, strobe light machine going on, and he had set up his own little club for me that I was like, hmm. That he didn't actually invite you to until it was too late. He didn't invite me to it until I thought that there was an actual fire going on in his house. I know, your cat's going crazy for our chips that we have this <laughs> Oh, my <evening>. God. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, oh wow. Sorry. So while Megan cleans my that up... My cat just I threw will... chips on the floor. She did. She's eating them now. <laughs> but I will also add that, you know, this guy kind of entertained me. That another time... I've never been uh, a pot smoker to speak of. Uh-huh. Yeah. But I remember one time we had crossed over the Commodore Barry Bridge in Pennsylvania and he started fighting with a police officer and then he was like, oh, I'm really glad that the the cops didn't notice. Oh, you stepped on the tail. Then he was like, oh, I'm really glad he didn't notice the blunt that I had rolled. And I was like, wow, dude. So you had this whole entire thing set up here that uh, we could have been arrested for that I'm not even going to partake in yeah. with you, but you're going to get us in trouble for it. And needless to say, I, I, I added that because he was four foot eight and also very <laughs> weird. Um, it, it just didn't work out. So I don't really take my mother's suggestions and uh, <laughs> dates anymore, needless to say. That's probably a good idea. And that's that. Um... Do you think my cat's going to be okay? I just stepped on her tail. I mean, she's flipping it around like nobody's business, so I think she's cool. <laughs> I think she was just pissed at you initially. Well, that's what she gets oh. for eating our chips. What? Nothing. She's got a big, thick body. Yeah, she's thick. She is thick. She's a thick lady. Just like her guard pig mom. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's me, everyone. In case you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, 
have another story. She really wants those chips, man. They're gone. About Mark. Yeah, we're going to tell you a story about Mark. (laughs) So, Mark. Here we go about Mark. (laughs) I went to, before I lived in Pennsylvania for a while, I went to visit Alex outside Philadelphia. I mean, what are you doing? I'm looking at how pale I am. Proceed. Uh, continue. Okay. <laughs> We're all very pale. We're n- well, I mean, I guess we can't go outside still, but... Quarantina. Quarantina. Um, so we went to the mall. She worked at a mall called Granite Run, which is no longer... Doesn't exist. Alive. No. It doesn't exist anymore. And she mentioned some... <laughs> Some guy who was like a little, this might be mean, but he was like Uh, a little trolly. He was. And we were walking around the mall and I think we were in a department store and he just kind of came zizzing in on some Heelys (laughs) and he was far too old at that time (laughs) to be, to be utilizing Heelys. Do you guys remember? Oh God. Heelys, let's explain. Heelys (laughs) for the young children. Were just sneakers that had like heels in them, so you could just kind of glide. Wheels, they had wheels in them, not heels in them. Isn't that what I said? No, you said heels. Oh, shit. They All had right. wheels on like uh, grinding plates. Yeah. But they weren't out all the time, right? Couldn't you pick? Like, yeah, you, you had you could... to like flick your feet out and the, <laughs> the wheels would come out. Yeah, so you could walk or you could glide. And we were in this. I forget what we were there it's for. It's probably Boscovs. This was a long time ago. This was like 10 years ago. This is probably 2008. Yeah. So he just came gliding in and I was like, what? So we're walking around the mall. <laughs> She's showing. this angel? Yeah. Who is this beautiful angel? <laughs> and, and Alex was showing me the sights and then. Of Delaware County. Of Delaware County in the mall. Yeah. And towards the end, Mark asked her. Alex, really? Because I don't think I had a car even in Pennsylvania. It was just you driving me around. Yeah, no, I let you borrow my car sometimes. That was when I moved there before that. I'm sorry. Right. About. Okay. Right. I remember so, you, you borrowed my car one time and you got lost for 40 minutes. Yeah. Coming to pick me up. Yeah, yeah. I sure did. Proceed. I, sh- I sure did. It's very woodsy over there and there's scary deer and all kinds of things. Anyway, <laughs> very scary deer. So Mark was like, oh, can you give me a ride home? It's like oh 10, it's like 10 minutes away. So we, well, Alex really was like, do you mind? And I was like, no, whatever. So then we're driving for 40 minutes <laughs> because his house was not 10 minutes away at if all. You guys, if you guys have ever been in Delaware County, I'm going to just place two names out for you. I lived in Upper Providence. He lived in Darby, which he said was 10 minutes away. That's about 40 minutes. Proceed, Megan. Yes. So... It's just weird because we were kind of, we were sitting in the front seats, you were driving, and I was sitting in the passenger. 1997 Cherokee Sport, yep. Green. Yep. Beautiful. Uh-huh, forest green. Yep. And I, we were kind of like glancing at each other like, oh, what's, what's happening? Like, are we about to get murdered? Or like, what's this guy's deal or whatever? Hi. So, she's talking to my cat, just so you guys know about the weird. I am, he's slow blinking at me. I have two cats, in case you guys forgot. I'm so sorry to keep saying guys, I don't mean to. Anyway. We got to this person's house. Guys, gals, and in-betweens. Yes. Um, and then we thought we were just going to leave. No. <laughs> but that was not mm-hmm. what Mark's plan was. Let's give you a little backstory on Mark. Yeah. He was a big, uh, insane clown posse fan. <laughs> he was also a piercer in a mall. Yeah. And he was very big on personal stick and poke tattoos. 
And oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, and mm-hmm. also I think very big on sweatpants and no underpants. Ew! So what he, do you mean you think? Because he never smelled great. <laughs> Which leads me to believe that he always wore very similar sweatpants without washing them in between. Gross. And maybe no underpants. Thankfully, I never got to know personally. <laughs> I saw him at an Arby's once. It was not good. Proceed. After? Yeah. It oh my god. It wasn't good. He stunk. Like roast beef and other stuff. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm sure that's true. Yeah. So... So we go in, you're going to have to help me fill in the blanks because I feel like, you know, two people in a situation probably have different memories, different, different I mean, what do you need? Rubber duckies, uh, this, couches that have no cushions, but blankets draped over them to make them look like they did have cushions. There you go. So what I remember the most yeah, is that, <laughs> is that he was like, hey, come on, let me show you things so we're like okay and at this point i feel like we were nervous i was nervous i was nervous we're in a strange place we're with this guy we're in his house there's no one there and this is don't don't follow our lead this is not things you're supposed to do he was he was nice but he wasn't the kind of person you should follow do you know who else is nice ted bundy yeah (laughs) he was nice too he was good he was handicapped for all intents and purposes yeah and that's what happens when you follow people you think are nice but we are alive so that's nice but he takes us into his room and his mattress is on the floor again not no no judgment (laughs) no bath spring no bath spring his mattress is on the floor and he tells us to have a seat and there's crafting boxes yes there's also no sheets (laughs) on the bed there is a, um, what kind of material is that? Not like it's Mike- fleece. He yes. had like a Michael's fleece it was like that a f- was supposed to be a blanket. Yeah. So there's a fleece, no sheets, this fleece with a rubber ducky print on it. That he ripped out from beneath you. Hold, we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> I'm sorry. <now. laughs> so we're sitting there, we're listening to, basically he's holding us captive, telling us stories. Kind of like I'm doing to you right now. <laughs> holding you captive, posse. telling you stories. ICP. He puts on Insane Clown Posse, and at some point it comes up, I don't like clowns, and I don't, I don't like them. She never has. I never have, and it only got worse over time when I learned about John Wayne Gacy, who was a clown at children's parties, because here's my thing. We are four years old, and she got freaked out. Yes, but John Wayne Gacy, you don't know who is in there. You don't know who's behind that makeup or what their intention is. It's a weird four-year-old man. No, I don't like it. I don't like it. I still don't like it. Clowns freak me out to this day. Well, oh. yeah, that wasn't a good thing that I said that he was a weird 40-year-old man. <laughs> but, but almost nothing, like, I don't care about bugs or bats or, like, I don't like spiders, for sure. But, like, other things don't bother me. I don't like clowns. I don't like them. So. Or ambulance lights. I don't like ambulance lights, but especially right now, because they give me anxiety, um, also, I have multiple anxiety disorders. More on that later. So, I'm sitting. We're sitting on the bed, on Mark's bed. He's kind of like crouching on the floor and like a little trolley crouch, right? And he puts on insane clown posse. Very strong legs. He must have. Yeah. The strongest yeah. legs in town. Right. And he puts on. I think I said this three times. Insane clown posse. <laughs> but the song he decided to put on had like circus music in the background so it was like and i was getting so anxious like i started to have an anxiety attack at that point 
he proceeds to talk about how much he loves rubber duckies and he rips the blanket that I'm sitting on out from under my ass. He wanted to impress me. Because he was trying to impress Alex. Yeah. And I was just like garbage and trash and he was gonna just whatever. <laughs> Here. Oh my god, you're sitting on my blanket. Oof. And just rip it out from under me. And then he did. I don't remember his smell because yeah, I think I was good. too terrified. But why is Binks licking the table? Anyway, he then he then pulls out. I don't know if you remember. I'm 32, so if you're around my age, we were big into like caboodles and like <laughs> friendship <laughs> bracelets and things like that. So he had a case of uh, all those little boxes like the plastic what would you, how do you describe that like an organizer i, I it, it was it's like an organizer all right. if you're like a 30 year old chick and you had friendship bracelets it was essentially a organizer for your beads. freaking beads. for your beads yeah so what he had <laughs> instead of beads let's talk about that his he had, gauges he had different gauges and like piercings and he actually went through and painstakingly <laughs> explained where he started when he decided to move up a size when he changed to this kind of piercing in a big how many boxes do those things have like 25 he had a lot of boxes <laughs> he sure did so we are also alex and i are are nervous at this time. So instead of being like nervous and bored, so bored, but instead of being like, Hey dude, um, we don't want to fucking do this anymore. We just sat there. Cause also in society, well, wait, I'd also like to add that we had to go outside for a little while and listen to his roommates yeah. doing private things. Yeah. And he was like, wow, man, that's super cool. Yeah. And he was standing there by himself with two 19 year old girls being like, um, I don't know. This is weird. Yeah. yeah. But it's weird because, like, also in society, and this is a thing that's crazy, and probably, okay, so I'll get into this. So, I feel like I learned, or I was taught a million years ago, uh -huh. if you're afraid, if someone does something to you, if someone's threatening you, you go with it because they're going to hurt you yeah. worse if you don't. Does right. that sound familiar? Yeah, sure. Well, guess what? That's actually the worst advice because what you're actually supposed to do is run like the wind. Yes. You're supposed to, if you feel nervous, immediately distance yourself from any situation. You're supposed to run. You're supposed to fight. You're supposed to speak up. But the thing is, no, we're old tricks. We don't know that. We're, we go along with the men. We don't go along with how we feel. Not anymore. No. Not anymore. Uh, that's why I carry a screwdriver with me at all times. But that's... Probably illegal, so we're going to pretend that I didn't say that. But the thing is, that's what society has taught us to do. What are you looking at? Is there a ghost? Alex is looking at a ghost in my house. What are you doing? So There was a nail that I thought was a bug. <laughs> she thought there was a bug on my wall, but it was a nail. So anyway, we're taught that as society, as women in society, to... Be uncomfortable for the benefit of others. And that's not how things are supposed to be. But as young, stupid children, which at 19, you're still a child, I would say. At, we're from a different generation. We're from the same generation, but a different generation at the same time. Yes. So we that's what we did. And thankfully, we're fine. Yep. <laughs> but it was a very awkward, uncomfortable experience. And then we finally got to leave. Did anything else notable happen? 
Uh, besides us sitting on his couch that had blankets, blankets that looked like they cushions. were cushions. But we actually sat down and, like, basically fell into the floor and broke our freaking tailbones. <laughs> besides that, no, everything no, was No, it was very scary. Um, but yeah. then, thankfully, the entire way home, we were joking about everything. About how he basically held us captive to put on, like, uh, what's that thing we did in kindergarten? Like show and tell where he was like look at all my things that i have like oh he God. was like that's what we did all night and i mean if a juggalo ever asks you if you want to see a show and tell just say no <laughs> unless you're like a jugglet, don't do it no it's probably a good idea not to do it but yeah. that's our like cautionary tale for you guys we're alive we did it together um was it a good decision no. to do that no. it wasn't but we have like, actually you know what no it wasn't okay it still wasn't <laughs> it's, it's still not a good idea what do you think here's my next question Shoot. in in my barbara walters portion what do you think mark's doing now uh i think he's probably having a couple more kids out of wedlock maybe piercing <laughs> maybe piercing i was gonna say that's so puritanical like are we in old salem like <sighs> Children out of wedlock, oh my. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that in... I got uh, it. I don't know if you guys are... Any of you people are from Delaware County, but if you are, you know what I mean when I say that he's just like a juggalo hanging out. <laughs> you know? Like, he's, he's just a guy from ICP that's doing his thing. He sure is. And at 19, I thought that that was cool, but... Turns out it's not. No, it's, it's not cool not when you're 28. It's not cool. No, it's not um, cool. but hey, if you're a juggalo or a juggalette, is that do they differentiate like that? They do. They, they do. do. They have a hatchet man and a hatchet lady. Hatchet lady. Email us. Just kidding. I don't really want to hear from you, but you can <laughs> you can email us if you want. Um, I'm sorry if this wasn't as funny as you hoped. <laughs> I mean, I think that people are either gonna think this is funny or be really irritated um i mean i just hope that people feel like they're hanging out with us because that's what i want it to feel like yeah um jury's out on that i feel like that's enough stories for now so listen here's the thing here's what i'm gonna put out to everyone call to action if you have a story you want to tell if it's fucking weird if it's a bad date, if it's just a weird story, did you find something in your wall? Did you? I would love to find something in my wall. Right? Yeah. But people do. People find shit in their walls. I would love to smash all of the walls in my house and just <laughs> hope to find something. My mom and Chop, that's my stepdad. We call him Chop. It's a long story. Anyway, when they were remodeling the house, they found like old farmer's almanacs in the walls. Really? And also a creepy old doll head in the yard. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. And also, <laughs> let me tell everyone here what they do and why I like their relationship so much is that they keep the creepy old doll head and they give it to each other for different birthdays and holidays. And they don't know which one like has it or where it went until it shows up for like in a present. I mean, I feel like they would know if the last person gave it to but them. But they forget about it because they'll like literally let years go by. Oh my god. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? That is. I like I like that so much. <laughs> like, do I have the spoof? Spooky doll head or do you? Listen, if you are going to marry me, which nobody wa- nobody <laughs> nobody wants to. I, honestly, at this point, it's probably going to be me that marries you. <laughs> That's probably illegal. So. But 
if you want to marry me, that's the kind of shit you have to bring to the table. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That's like not, that's what we need to get by. So what's happening? I'm sorry. I'm playing with the cat. (laughs) So again, if you have a story, please send it in. True crime time podcast at gmail.com. We're probably going to need a few more of these distraction episodes before this shit is all over. I hope you all stay healthy. I hope you all stay well. I hope your families do. Um, I really hope the best for everyone. I know it's a stressful time. Also, listen, we got this. It's all good. We got to do what we got to do and just hope to get past it. We're going to get through it. We're all going to get through it. And we're going to get through it together. And in that respect, I hope to keep you entertained with these nonsense episodes. I have a regular episode coming out probably within the next week if everyone stays healthy. I have another guest coming on for that episode, which will be a regular fuck that episode. <laughs> it's a case. It's a case that has come to the forefront recently. I'm not going to give it away right now. That's coming up. More nonsense episodes. If you want to send your stories, find True Crime Time. Oh I'm sorry. I'm so, I'm sorry so sorry for the ASMR. The cans of our alcohol are falling over. It was very sexy. <laughs> it's not. People probably blew out their eardrums. But anyway, True Crime Time at Instagram. Um, and also true crime time on Facebook. I'm hoping to keep you entertained with posts. Please interact. We're all in this together. And that's basically it. Do you have any parting thoughts? I mean, if you want me to come back, please feel free to let us know. <laughs> I'm your cousin too. Uh, I'm happy to be with you. She's all of our cousins I'm now. I'm all of your cousins now. Everyone's. And, uh, you know, I, I, I just want to make you guys laugh you know i just want to make everybody happy and make them laugh make them laugh i just want to be your clown let me be your clown you know (laughs) you'll be the clown i'll be the garden pig that's perfect that's it all right well until next time this has been true crime time where it's always time for true crime except for right now what does that mean what pw3914 (gasps) giving away passwords (laughs) (laughs) I'll see you guys next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>